Welcome to the Be Somebody podcast. In today's episode, we engage with our very first guest, singer, songwriter, and producer, Ethan Duff. Welcome to Be Somebody Podcast, Be Somebody Billions. My name is Almondale. My name's Enrique. My name's Ethan. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's yes. right. This is the first time, our first guest. Check out the setup. We yeah. finally moved. We stuck to our promise. Mm. Uh, it's good. We feel good. I'm finally sitting down. My legs can breathe. I feel right. Ethan right here is our first guest on the Be Somebody Podcast. Hello. <laughs> You're on the podcast? I've never been on a podcast. So this is your first time on a podcast. Yeah, and I know you guys, but I'm kind of nervous. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I am. Dude, we're about to question your your whole life right now. That's fine. This is my first time hosting a guest on the podcast. That's the first for everything right here. First time we've moved from the floor. Yes, we're not sitting on the ground anymore. Yeah, I was kind of excited about that. (laughs) Feeling good? Yeah, my legs feel nice. Usually my legs fall asleep like halfway through the podcast <laughs> and I just don't say anything because I'm in so much pain. And I'm just like having a, like, a deep conversation with me. I'm just like, fuck, my legs. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah exactly. He tries to swallow the pain. Feel yeah. good about it. All right, man. He does right. Tell That's us good, a bit yeah. about yourself, Ethan. What do you want to know? <laughs> All right, so your name's Ethan? Yeah, so my, my name's Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, where are you from? So I'm I'm originally from Artesia, New Mexico. So small town New Mexico. Small town vibes. Yeah. You know the vibes. I mean Santa Fe. We got we got some small town vibes. Yeah. But yours is smaller. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's pretty got, small. He's got tiny town vibes. Mm-hmm. Damn. Microscopic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you're from Artesia, lived your whole life? Yeah, so I did live there my whole life until moved to Albuquerque for mm. for school. But what why Albuquerque? Why 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 our university? So I actually like swore off UNM like growing up I was like I'm not going there um shout out UNM but um <laughs> University of New Mexico that's where yeah University of New Mexico yeah. um but you know my oldest brother ended up going there and then mm-hmm. my my second oldest brother ended up going there and it just kind of worked out with um scholarships that were offered by people in our community and the lottery program so wow okay cool cool so you so transitioning from Artesia basically what is it like 10 what is it quadruple the size into Albuquerque yeah I don't even no, I think what's the population of Artesia you know well growing up it was like 6,000 oh my god um, I'm sure now it's probably it's gotta be like 20 yeah that's more than quadrupled <laughs> coming to Albuquerque because there's at least like 10 people here so <laughs> I think maybe like 12 yeah, like yeah. at least 12 at least 12, <laughs> at least 12. yeah okay that's and how'd you feel moving from small town vibes to like a big big you're literally the heart of a big city. The heart of New Mexico, the only big city in New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely different. Um, I mean, growing up in a small town, you there's really, like, no rules, and it's it's safe to kind of do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, Albuquerque, I mean, you've heard or have, like, already experienced kind of, like, the horror stories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. It's like, I was, I was kind yeah. of terrified my first year, but, like, I've absolutely just, like, fallen in love with it. Mm-hmm. Um so, I mean, it's definitely, like, my home now. Do you ever see yourself going back to a small town? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. To visit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But to, to live there, mm-hmm. not Artesia. Maybe yeah. a small town, uh-huh. like, on a beach somewhere, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so you're at, you're at UNM. You're a student. 
obviously. So mm-hmm. what are you studying? Like, what, what, tell us your passions. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm studying business. I'm in my third year right now. Um, so I'm in the School of Anderson. And I'm studying entrepreneurship and organizational leadership, um, which, you know, really doesn't seem like a solid degree, if I'm being <laughs> honest. Um, but for what I want to do, I think it's mm-hmm. really the only route to go at UNM. And, and did you come to UNM declared or you even have an idea when you... No, I had no idea. Uh-huh. Um, I, I wanted to be a marine biologist. And then I was like, well, I go to UNM. Um, you know, no there's, no, there's no water. <laughs> yeah. uh, so those dreams are like quickly crushed. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of found my passion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is that? Yeah, so Let's talk I mean, about that. So you said just now, so you're studying entrepreneurship and organizational mm-hmm. studies. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So you said it worked for what I wanted to do. Yeah. I think I'm paraphrasing you, but <laughs> well, I just heard you say that, but that's what you said, right? Yes. I mean, pretty much. So what is it that you want to do? Um, why so are you here? Why am I here? I mean, not only because we invited you. I was like, well, like, why you forced me. Disclaimer, <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Tied him up in our trunk. Yeah. Um, in this house. No, I mean, I kind of am at UNM just because that's what worked. Um, just like financially, that's what worked kind of logistically. But like kind of in my three years of being here at school, um, I found that I'm really, really passionate about the music industry. About the music industry. Um, and, you know, my sophomore year, I got into student special events um, where I was able to, you know, start booking shows, kind of start getting my foot in the in the mm-hmm. music industry. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's really what I want to do. Is what is student special events? Um, so it's an organization on campus as part of the student government. Um, and, you know, we're the ones that program cultural events, um, speaking events, and music events. And our, our largest thing is Fiestas, uh, which Fiestas? is like, it's an end-of-year music festival. Um, last year on Johnson Field, there was about 10,000 people. Um, it's basically just like this giant party for college students. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's pretty yeah, fun. Fiestas it's pretty a, fun. Fiestas okay. is a free music festival that is put on by student special events, as you just said. It's an important organization, a part of the student government. It's a great time. No, it's free. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You got top quality artists that come mm-hmm. to perform and to show us what they've got. And then you were able to manage it last year, right? Or at least you were. Were you a part of the team? Yeah, so I was on staff. Um, mm-hmm. And so last year I was the concerts director. And so I was able to book all of the acts um, okay. for fiestas and for other events that we had. And now this year I've transitioned into the executive director role, um, which is kind of overseeing the agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I want to backtrack a bit. So you mentioned that going into <laughs> SSC, you said that you f- you said you found your passion because you joined SSC, or you really had that passion of music, and you were just drawn into that position. Yeah, I think. I mean, I've always been passionate about music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, growing up, we played instruments. Our parents had us in guitar classes, yeah. and uh, you know, we're playing drums and like. There's like random things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but being involved with student special events, I found my passion kind of within the music industry. Yeah. Um, so I'd always like enjoyed playing music, enjoyed doing um, musical things, but not, I didn't know there was a whole business side to it, mm-hmm. um, which obviously makes sense. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there is. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. And so um, just, I guess, working for it kind of really drew you into this idea of that. This is like, that was the switch that made you say, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, I would say that is 100% the reason that I'm interested and passionate about being on the business side of the music industry. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, as we'll probably talk about later, like I've kind of shifted focus to being in the music industry as an artist. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of like going back and forth Mm -hmm. with that now. Um, 
But yeah, student special events is kind of where that started. Okay. And so, like, the, I'll, I'll break it down. I want to jump ahead, but I don't want to jump ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this is just kind of something that I guess every, all of us can relate to, being artists and whatnot. Um, you know, starting these positions, as, as you said, when we were first here, and getting into that office is a first mm-hmm. step. Like, what would you say was your kind of your hustle to get that foot in the door? You know, like, get those connections, get that access for you to be able to get into that because a lot of people are always like how do i start yeah when it's like our kind of realm of creativity and art really has no blueprint Mm -hmm. that this is what you got to do it's more about your how you slither your way into the industry not to make it seem like it's something bad but it really is yeah Mm -hmm. well in terms of like are you talking about getting a job i would say both yeah yeah so i mean in terms of getting a job at student special events like my freshman year i had no idea what it was um, you know, I didn't go to fiestas. I, mm-hmm. I went to a few of the, the other events. Um, but Arlen actually, he, he sent me a flyer and he's like, Hey man, I know you like music, apply to this. And, um, that's when I was really big into DJing. And so I thought it was like a position to be like the school DJ. Really? I did not know I, that. I showed, wow. up. Yeah, I showed yeah. up and they're like, all right, this is what you're doing. I'm like, well, okay, let's, <laughs> let's let's see how this goes. Um, Wait, did you show up to your job interview with like your DJ set? And, like, no, but like I talked about it for at least like fifteen minutes <laughs> in my interview. Um, <laughs> oh my I god, I did not know this. Yeah, but I I honestly think that's what got me the job, um, which is funny because our first Red Rally, um, yeah. which is like another event that is kind of put on by ASU and then the student government. Mm-hmm. Um, I booked the DJ and he didn't show up, mm-hmm. and it's like there was about to be no music for the event. And they're like, Ethan, you said you DJ, right? I was like, yeah. So, like, I drove home, got all of my stuff, like, nothing planned. And that's the biggest crowd I've ever played in front of. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, retired from DJing after that. Oh, I was really? Like, I was like, I was the headliner. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was that. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. So, you, you mentioned that um, you kind of laid out this plan that you have this thinking that this is what you want to do for the rest of your life. So, theoretically, like, in your head, what, do you, what would you say is your, you know, future? What do you see yourself? Yeah, so I think in terms of the business side of the music industry, um, I see myself doing management for an artist, um, being an agent for an artist or different artists, or, you know, hosting my own festivals and owning a nightclub. I think that would be a lot of fun, but that takes a lot to get to, mm-hmm. um, which I've had the opportunity to kind of see the inside realm of the agency business. Uh, this past summer, I was out in L.A. Um, doing an internship, which is a lot of fun. Um, but you know, I'm also at a point where I might be wanting to make my own music and kind of pursue that wholeheartedly. That's precisely what you did. Wait, what's up? You made your own music. (laughs) I did. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what about it? Talk about it. What do you want to know about it? (laughs) Okay. So, um, (laughs) okay. We'll get there eventually. No sweat. No sweat. I kind of want to touch up this little base just because that's something I'm always thinking in my head is this idea of, you know, the place to be is LA in Mm -hmm. our quote unquote industry. How how would you describe your summer that you spent there interning? Yeah. Coming from this like rural place of New Mexico that like, you know, most people you ask in New Mexico, they're like, oh, horses and stuff, you know, chili, you know, yeah. going to LA, which is the heart of really, really is the heart of entertainment, entertainment. you yeah. know, it controls the world, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, coming from Artesia to Albuquerque and kind of being involved in the entertainment industry here, um, I could already notice that. You know, people don't know who you are. and People don't care. Mm-hmm. I was like, a small town, they do. Um, yeah. And then going from Albuquerque, where I'm surrounded by friends and people I care about and that people that know me, going out to L.A. where I didn't know anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, it was intense and it was definitely scary. Mm-hmm. But, you know, being in the heart of the entertainment industry is, it was just amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, I learned a lot, but 
Um, people don't like take second breaths there. You know, if you mess up, you're out. Really? Yeah, which, like, I mean, I experienced that. Like, first day as an intern, like, getting yelled at. Really? And it's just like, mm-hmm. okay, this is serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you kind of, you focus up and you just get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And so, so realistically, after experience that, you will say that you do think you'll go back to L.A.? Yeah, I mean, I hope to one day. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't know if it'll be in the agency world, because mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's intense, but I think it's a good place to be. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Okay. Um, so this summer that you spent in LA, you also spent, you know, just kind of listening to music, writing out some music, producing some music, <laughs> producing some music. <laughs> yeah. mastering some music, mixing some music. Cause you recently released a, a little, uh, EP. Yeah, I did. Yes. So Ethan, our friend Ethan right here, his stage name is Meraki. He's just released his first project. T- t- talk about your name first, Meraki. What, what, what is that? Let me finish what does that mean? He just released his first project, the Mixed Emotions EP, available on Spotify and Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Your name, Meraki. M-E-R-A-K-I. Yeah. Let's talk about I, that. I think that's how you Meraki, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so actually, I used to go by the name Haslow. Um, and so that was when I really created dance music. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, kind of transitioning in the music I make, I, I wanted to kind of re-identify myself. And so Meraki is basically the act of, you know, pouring so much of yourself into your work um, through love and creativity and through passion that when people perceive your work, they perceive a piece of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if, if you have a chance to check out my project, which I know you all have, um, you know, if you don't know me that well, after listening to that project, you're going to know me better than you did. Um, there's so much love and there's so much time and passion poured into that. Um, I think that name is just extremely fitting because that's going to be my music going forward. Okay, so you mentioned that, you know, this really is like a part of you. Like you mm-hmm. said, you'll, you'll get to know me. Yeah. And so um, how long did it take you to like compose this? Yeah, so this was over, honestly, like a two-year span mm-hmm. with a lot of slacking off in between. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... I wrote my like first song around like August of last year, so nearly two years, um, about a year and a half, I think that is. Mm-hmm. So wow. Okay, so English has been counting on and off. Yeah. So I like wrote my first song, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool. I'm gonna release this," and then I just never did because mm-hmm. um, it was really personal to yeah. me. Um, and that one of that song actually made the EP, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really over the past year, I've really like kind of focused on it. And then like the, this past semester is when I mm-hmm. really finished the project. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say is kind of your switch to kind of get inspiration of, all right, I'm feeling creative. Let's make some art. Is it, would you say it's kind of an on and off switch for you or is you very much are in the mood? Yeah, I think it's definitely an on and off switch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one thing that I've, I've noticed that is really helpful for me is, surrounding myself with creative people um, because where we live you know people aren't passionate about the same things we are yeah. um, so if you surround yourself with this with the people who are you know you're going to have these conversations and it's going to spark interest and spark motivation to where you want to go home and create to show them mm-hmm. you're like this is inspired by you like thank you for that that's yeah. exactly right yeah wow no that's amazing yeah and so um typically so there's six tracks correct on the ep there's seven. There's seven tracks in the EP. Right? No, there's six. I'm pretty sure. 
I'm pretty sure there's you six. You should know this, dude. <laughs> Wait, no, you think it's one There's seven. six. Mindful welcome. Listen close. I'm still. Just, I just yes. feel this and I've run. Yeah, it's six. There's only six, everyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> six songs in the song. So project. how, starting from, you know, writing the lyrics, the beat, to mix and mastering it, how long mm-hmm. do you think it'll, it, it took you for just one track? For one track? Yeah. Um, days. If I'm being honest. And, and that's like nonstop. Just hours. Yeah, so I, I would say, because over Christmas break, um, like I was able to just work on it all day. I had nothing else to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it took hours out of the day and mm. you know days out of the week yeah where you know i'm creating this music and then i have a really hard time writing because there's so many things that i want to say mm. and so I'll, I'll write five songs and I'll, i won't put any of them on there um and then i really think the the longest part is the mixing and mastering um because if like full transparency like i'm not the best at that it's like i was working with you know collaborative friends mm-hmm. um who were able to help me with that yeah. and so it's just like two minds now going at it mm-hmm. um but from a different perspective which is it can be tough at times. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, listening from it and kind of hearing from you working on it, it really is really impressive just because, you know, more than an artist, you're an MC, a music composer, because that's you on the guitar. Mm-hmm. That's you on the beats that you made that I saw you make yeah. with your little, what is that machine called? With all the little little buttons and each of them you can assign something it's like what kanye uses yeah it's actually called the machine oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> like talk, talk about a, a bit boss. about that because you said that you grew up learning instruments so you already know how to play guitar or do you think you taught yourself or you've kind well, of because learned? as you said earlier you took guitar lessons as a kid so that experience yeah well, mm-hmm. how committed were you to not at all your initial um, lessons i remember i i learned how to play the guitar because we had a fifth grade talent show and it's like third grade i was like i'm gonna learn the guitar um, it was because there was this really cute girl that I wanted to impress. It's <laughs> yeah, so, like literally after fifth grade, like I, I didn't really play again. Yeah. Um, whoa, wait, what happened with the girl? Did, what happened did, with you, the girl? did you impress her with the did fifth grade? After all, so we're actually really good friends buddies. now. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's okay. nice. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. <laughs> oh, you should know. Damn. Wait, which yeah. song did you play? I honestly, I okay, I didn't play an actual song. I played <laughs> chords that I knew. And I just played the chords for like five minutes, <laughs> and it was the same four chords. And I, I didn't sing, I didn't switch up the beat. It was just four for chords five, just for, for five, five minutes. minutes. It, was, it was exactly what his uh, teacher would would hear. So I tell us, so yeah, there you go, do it again, yeah, one more time, practice it. You know, <laughs> it just sounds exactly the same. It's all new, but she selected. Wait, did you play that? Did you get so first place? Why did you want to impress her in the first place? Did she play the guitar? Did she like the guitar? Did you hear her mention the guitar? I have no. Or idea. you just saw like you know, girls love guitar. Anyone loves guitar. Yeah. It sounds sexy. Yeah, I can third, make it sexy. Third grade, I was like, this is how I'm gonna get the girl in my dreams. This is it right here. Like I need to learn right now. Um, and I, I'm honestly really still really good at those chords today because <laughs> yeah, I played them for so long, for like two years okay, straight. So what I wanted to say was that so you kind of tossed to the side your initial experience with the guitar and then you can mm. relearn it again this time Yeah. in a serious effort. Yes. As a serious effort. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, that was my, <laughs> that was my question. <laughs> so you, you learned the guitar again to be able to play it with your new music. Yeah, and it, it was the initial intention of learning the guitar again wasn't to create music, actually. It was just a way of me coping with things that I deal with. Hmm. Um, I've always utilized music as an outlet. And so I was like, okay, like, you know, dance music isn't getting this done for me. Like, 
DJing isn't getting this done for me. Like, I need something that's me. Um, and so, like, I kind of felt like guitar was a good option for that. Okay. That's fantastic to hear. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, have you picked up any more instruments? Because I know you mentioned that you knew the saxophone, right? Yeah, so... I know like three things on the saxophone, but like I'm currently learning. Mm, um, okay. So my roommates probably hate are you, me. Are you currently learning it for a girl or is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it someone else who's trying to impress me? Don't expose me like yeah. that. <laughs> trying to impress me. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so like I've been to your room. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a weird <laughs> statement. But like that being said, it's just a normal room. And listening to the EP, it really does sound honestly pretty professional. Professionally produced. Mm. Like Thank how you. how how was this even possible? I mean, through pouring a lot of time and energy into mm-hmm. it, um, and through people that I trusted letting me know what they thought of it, and you know, one of my friends, I, I showed him a song. I was like, "What do you think about this?" And he was like, "I would never release this. Like, it's not ready for a release." Mm-hmm. I was like, "What do you mean?" And so he kind of walked me through. This was the first time I ever kind of thought about mixing and mastering. I had never yeah. heard of it. Uh-huh. And he was like, you know, you got to do all of these different things. And so he sat down with me and, you know, that's listen close, um, mm-hmm. on, on that track is listen or on, on the EP it's listen close. Um, and so he helped me with that one. And I saw the difference between my version and like version his version. Yeah. yeah. And he, he makes really good music as well. And so pretty much every project I, I sent it to him and he sent it back. He's like, this is what you need to do. Um, and so, you know, I, I spent a lot of time learning and working on that. Mm-hmm. So very much it is important to kind of find that mentor in your field. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, just as like a small like side question. Did you like, do you know like, you know, music like in terms of like chords and notes and stuff? Or is it just very much you're, you just kind of pick it up and this sounds you, nice. Yeah, that's kind of, it sounds like a small flex, but like, I don't really understand music if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. It just sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like a lot of errors, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, it's not that key, mm-hmm. um, but it's this one. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's kind of like hearing how it sounds. Mm-hmm. So you would say that you have an ear for music? I, yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> I hate saying that, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's impressive. I mean, definitely like... No, because it's all the more impressive when mm-hmm. you hear the project and you understand his ability, how he knows how to play the saxophone, the guitar, and these other instruments and put these beats together that actually work with rhythm. Mm-hmm. And with tone and with, it just sounds good. Like you said, it's good. It's great. And I'm real proud of you. Yeah. and I was from the very beginning. I still am, but will remain. Yeah. And I appreciate that so much. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm sure, you know, if someone's hearing the podcast, you're going to want to listen to that. What, do you want to say anything to someone that's about to listen to it like blindly, or you just kind of want to let them listen to it from, do you want to listen to them? Like just pick a track or beginning to end or. Or what, what advice would you give to? Yeah, I think a few things from like the creator's perspective is, you know, I want people to listen to it from start to finish. Um, and not in any random order. Like, I want you to listen to the songs in the order that I put them. Um, and that's for a reason. I don't know if we want to go into that. Um, but if, if you have like 20 minutes out of your day, like, please take the whole 20 minutes to, to sit there and intentionally listen um, to the music, the, the chords, the lyrics. Um, just how everything is kind of playing out. If you are comfortable, there is no better place than here. That's true. That's true. If you want to, you we don't have to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm good with talking about pretty much anything besides the last song. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, we don't have to go deep dive into every song, but like the general gist of like 
what's the would you say is like kind of the the statement with the album like what are you trying to say the significance of the title mixed emotions yeah um so it's called mixed emotions because you know that's something that we probably all struggle with um but something that i've been struggling with heavily over the past like two years so pretty much since i started creating this project um and basically it's these intense highs and these intense lows and wanting everything and wanting nothing at all um and it leads to kind of this internal craziness where you're at a point where you just you're done um Mm -hmm. and so i utilize music to kind of portray how i felt because my words alone weren't doing it Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I hope you get a chance to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. Um, and it's available on all platforms, right? It is, yeah. Okay. Do you do you wanna? How, how did you manage you as kind of like? Because most people when they release a project, it's kind of like SoundCloud or, or, you know, I mean back then it was like passing CDs, like <laughs> listen to this, you know. Take my now, it, now like we're we're <laughs> in the ability where you can literally put it on. Which is on Spotify, YouTube, yeah, and which blows my mind. Like I can literally go to my, you know, living room <laughs> right now, go to my smart TV, and look you up and listen know, to it. It's really weird, honestly. It's, it is. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. How, so right. So just not just kind of mentioning that how it's out everywhere. It's been out for about like a month now, correct? Yeah, pretty no, like three no, weeks. No, it is not. Because it was out no. on January tenth. Today, no, yeah, two, oh, about it's been two weeks. For like, Almost yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. Almost <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> right. It feels like it's been a little. Days have been. Yeah. Little, okay. uh, All right. Two weeks. What is this? Is very personal for you. What would you say is kind of like you felt releasing it and you know letting know all your friends, all your acquaintances, your family listening to this very deep personal album. Yeah. Like, what was your reaction to the reaction? Um, you know, it was. I was honestly really intimidated at first, because mm-hmm. um, I remember we were, we were having the listening party at your house. And I thought I had this like house. Two, yeah, at this house. <laughs> okay. Yeah, at this house. Um, and I thought I had like two more hours till the release to kind of prepare everything and kind of prepare myself for that. And you looked at me and you just showed me. I was like, oh my I'm gosh, it's, it's out now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I think the reason I created it is so that people will listen mm-hmm. and people will understand or at least begin to understand. Um, you know, I, I sat down with my parents and my brothers and I played it for them. And you know, that's tough stuff for your parents to hear and for your brothers to hear. Um, you know, I, I, I'm sure random people are listening to it, um, just because they came across it and they're like, what's wrong with this kid? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's almost a little awkward that it's out there. Um, but the whole point was to put it out there because I was tired of holding it in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I want people to listen. I want people to question. Um, but in terms of the reaction, I mean, people have been, not, but not been, but was it more that you wanted, was, was it more that you wanted other people to understand you or you just wanted to let out your feelings to be able to have that as your um, catharsis? Yeah, I think it was kind of both of those. Both. Um, I created it for myself and I put it out for myself, but I know that some of the songs, some of the topics, it's what people struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, some people are too afraid to say that. And I was for two years and that's why I, I was at a point of like insanity. Like I was crazy. Um, because I, I was afraid to say that. Um, but I guess I said it. So yeah, yes, you did. Yeah. You said it very well. Why were you afraid to say that? Um, two years ago throughout those two years. Yeah. And in all honesty, I think what people would think of me, um, most people know me as, this extremely happy, you know, always smiling, always laughing, 
typically always dancing. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, people know me as that. Um, you know, growing up in a small town, that's what people knew me as. And so to put that out, it it completely shatters their you know perfect little image of me, which I personally think is like fucking beautiful. Um, like that's what I want. Like know the real me, not who you want to know. Um, but I think you know putting out that first project is a little bit intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it's funny, but like my parents have never heard me cuss, and like I'm showing this EP, showing them the EP, and it's like fuck you. <laughs> um, that's one of the lyrics, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's really one of the lyrics. Nice. I'm yeah, yeah, right telling my parents that. Um, yeah, are you allowed to cuss on this thing? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is an adult podcast. <laughs> um, you know, I'm talking about you know women stuff. I don't talk to my parents about. Um, you know, or really anybody besides like my extremely close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Wow. How do you feel about, cause you kind of mentioned shattering that image. Like, how do you feel about, um, the summer break, you going back home to that small town where everyone knows everyone you run into someone in the store and it's most likely like, like they'll listen to it. Are you like kind of nervous at all? Or you just kind of like, nope. I mean... No, I'm not really nervous anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, if they want to label me as something in their head because, you know, I, I used a bad word or I'm, you know, talking about sex or depression, like, mm-hmm. like that's not someone I want in my life. Yeah. Um, I want to be open. And I want to be honest, and I want to be raw in the way I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, if my old football coach is like, "Hey, son, you you need God," <laughs> it's like. I mean, that's if you that's your perception, your like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay. like this is me, and like, you know, this is me. This is who I am. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. And so you mentioned that within these past two years, you know, you released it now because you were afraid of what people thought, and now you kind of, what I'm gathering is you don't. Mm-hmm. Like, what? How did you get there from that point of being absolutely like, yeah. oh no? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll just be completely transparent. Um. I, I got to a point where, like, it was extremely difficult to get through a day. Um, you know, I, I talk about I struggle with depression, I struggle with anxiety, um, and it got to a point where you hold that in for so long that, like, you're going to explode. And I, I felt that, and so I was like, okay, like, this needs to be put out now. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it doesn't, like, things are going to go south very quick. So. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Um, did you like make it at first and kind of just like listen to it and you're like, okay, I'm going to throw this in my hard drive now. Or the moment you made it, you were like, I need to share this with the world. Yeah. So I think it was about halfway through mm-hmm. like creating music, mm-hmm. at least like the songs on this project where I was like, you know, maybe I should like put this out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think it's actually like decent. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so I like, I had recorded, I'm still, that was the first song I ever wrote. Um, so I like, I recorded that one and I recorded like another song that didn't make the project. And then I was working on Listen Close, um, which is the second song on the EP. And that's when I was like, this is what I want people to know. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to say. Um, and so like, let me do that through a project. And so mm-hmm. that's when I like really like focused on creating mixed emotions. Yeah. So. No, that's great. Um, something I kind of want to point out that I really was kind of like drawn back but also really liked about you when I listened to the album was um, Amadeo was like kind of singing a bit of the lyrics and I noticed you turned to him and you told him hey like you seem pretty good you should be on my next on my next project mm-hmm. and that kind of blew my mind that because um, you do have features on on these and yeah. they really are just your friends yeah 
you think they're talented. They have no... I mean, actually, I don't know if um, one of them, Lauren, is has any intention to be an artist. Actually, I don't know about DK either, but, um, <laughs> like, they you were just kind of like, all right, hop on it. Like, let's let's yeah. put you on this. Um, is there kind of, like, a, a year for that? Or you kind of just want to, like, mold these, like, close emotions with, like, your personal friends to, like, create this art? Yeah. Or is it just kind of... If someone's feeling it, you're like, all right, let's throw That's it a great there. question because it also kind of inspires this inclusivity in your music. So like anybody, if you can talk, you can sing. If you can mm-hmm. walk, you can dance. If you yeah. can yeah. just move, you can... Because one of them is just your you roomie. So it's, yeah. it's also just like the, um, the encouragement of, I don't know, of art, of ability, of talent, of even just giving, some, giving someone the chance to be able to even like take that first step toward improving themselves somehow. And yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. I think like art and especially the art that I want to create, it's a very collaborative space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, with Deacon, I mean, he's my roommate. He's one of my really good friends. Um, he's actually the reason I ever recorded my first song. You know, he's sitting in my room two years ago and I had written the music and I was just, like kind of humming. He's like, yeah, why don't you, you have a mic? Like, why don't you record that? It's actually decent. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I recorded it, and then, you know, I, I heard him rapping, and I was like, I did the same thing to him. I was like, hey, man, that sounds pretty good. Why don't you hop on this track? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how it played out with Deacon. Um, and then Lauren, like, she's just one of my really good friends, and I think she has a beautiful voice. And I think she has crazy potential if she wants to pursue that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been talking about making a song together for, I mean, I met her, like, the first day of freshman year, yeah. so like, three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, it finally happened. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, yeah, that was great, great to hear. And her feature is, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. beautiful. It's, it is just it because is. It, it just complements the vibe in your voice. Yeah, flawlessly. I know every, everyone in that. So I put out a thing on my Instagram. I was like, you know, what do you like about the EP, or what was your favorite song? And so many people were like, Lauren's voice and feel this. Like, why didn't you have her get? Why didn't you give her a whole verse? Mm-hmm. And so I will be saying in the future that we do have <laughs> some more right. some more stuff yeah, we're working yeah, yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So okay, feeling good about that. Yeah. So you so it's been out for two weeks, like we mentioned, and within the kind of population of, of the, our university where we kind of run into everyone, would you say everyone's kind of? Hey, I listen to it. Hey, I listen to it. Oh, oh my God, this, this, and that. Yeah. How How do you like? I just kind of want to know how do you feel because I know you mentioned that you then you know it's whatever. I'll put it out there. I'm happy that I made it. Like this is just to put out there. Mm-hmm. Like that just kind of has to make you feel a certain way. It's so personal that all these people just going up to you. Hey, I listened to this. Yeah. You poured hours into. You, yeah. And I they enjoyed connected it. Connected to your message. Yeah. yeah. They I mean, felt. Mm-hmm. They felt like they could relate to you in a new way. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I did. And it was cool, too, because you got over a thousand streams in two different days. Yeah. In just two days. Yeah. And so, I mean, how does that make you feel? Yeah, no, obviously, it feels like an accomplishment. Um, you know, it, it is an accomplishment. It, it's not like I was shooting for, like, number one on the charts. Like, no, of course not. I, I wanted at least one person to listen to it besides my mother. And, <laughs> and like, because and, I, I know she listened. She texted me. She's like, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I wanted to be impactful, and I think it, it's done that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of, you know, people coming up to me, like, it, it excites me that people are listening and mm-hmm. that they're enjoying. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, I take that back um, to when I start creating more. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so this is what they like. This is, you know, what they enjoy to hear. Um, let me take my creative spin on that and, you know, make more. So. 
Yeah, so you're making more. I am. <laughs> yeah, he's making four. What's next for Morocco? Whoa, what's going what's, on? what's next? Yeah. Give um, us a teaser. So actually, I have a single. Well, not a single. I'm featuring on a song coming out February 7th mm. um, with one of my friends. And so that'll be out like on Instagram and stuff when the time comes. Cool. And then currently working on like two singles that I'm going to be releasing. And then... I've already started the next like large scale yeah. project. Ooh. And I'm not gonna lie, like <laughs> I, I showed you the intro, the rough yeah, draft of you the intro. Yeah, showed me the intro. <laughs> and I, is, that, like, is that what you showed me too? No, or I don't think you've heard it. Was that a different track? I can show you after this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, but and, like that was like rough draft. Probably gonna be switched up a lot, but mm-hmm. like I'm already like super excited with like the direction I'm taking it, the vibe I'm going, mm-hmm. um, and like I have this really like creative idea for the entire project. Mm-hmm. Um, which we can talk about <laughs> after this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but listening to like the Dissect podcast, am I allowed to say their name on here? Of course. Yeah. Listening to that podcast, talking about, you know, Frank Ocean, like the Pyramid song, the Damn album, Tyler the Creator. Um, I'm really focusing on creating that kind of interactive uh, piece of art, mm-hmm. um, which like I've already started and it's, it, the, it sounds pretty cool so far. The anticipation has begun. <laughs> so um, something that I, I kind of want to ask is, I know a lot of like some of them that you just mentioned, like kind of my favorite artists and whatnot. It's kind of like a general consensus that concise consensus consensus that <laughs> they'll release a project every two years. I mean, other than Frank Ocean, you know who knows. <laughs> yeah. But usually, it's about two years. Um, having you just finished this EP and saying you're working on the next one, realistically, do you think you, like you would want to release? Because I know like me as well as an artist, I kind of like giving myself time to grow and yeah. you know I'm always like trying to learn watching trying to watch a movie every day and whatnot and kind of working on my craft writing scripts you know starting fresh and whatnot mm-hmm. would like how how is that for you right now yeah I think this isn't a project that's going to be done you know in a couple weeks or even a couple months mm-hmm. um but to start this and it's it's gonna be fun to look back on the intro that I just made and the last song that I'm probably going to make, which who knows how long that'll be. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't have this, you know, two-year rule where it's like, okay, like I want people to be hyped up because I would probably have like three monthly listeners by then. (laughs) Um, You know, I got to put out music. I I need people to listen. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, with the two singles and, you know, the feature, yeah, the feature that I'm coming out on, um, it'll give me time to to create this. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you kind of dabbled, mentioned a little bit about your future, but, you know, beginning of the episode, you mentioned how you would kind of want to work, you know, running your own festival and yeah. whatnot. How do these two things kind of relate to in the future? Yeah, I think it's definitely a conflict of interest, mm-hmm. like, on my end. Yeah. You, know, you can't be your own agent. You can't book yourself for a show. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, but you're not going to get paid. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. stealing from yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would say if music works out, it's what I would pursue. Um, you know, after college, I mean... There's really nothing to lose. Um, I'm probably going to be moving, getting out of here, and pursuing it. You know, if, if I fall on my ass, I do. Um, but I'll probably see You'll how get that. Right back up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll probably pursue that for a couple of years. Um, and if it doesn't go anywhere, like I know I'll have a job at an agency. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I have my backup plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's no, yeah. So we discussed your initial reaction to the album's release, which was nervousness and intimidation. How do you, you feel now? Now that the dust has settled a little bit, to use that expression. So now that your message is out there, it's been out there, you've finally said what you've been holding inside the past two years. Yeah. How do you feel? Um, honestly, it's a feeling of like internal peace. 
Because literally the past two years, I've been battling with no one besides like my own consciousness Mm -hmm. and my own mind, which is like something that I talk about in the EP. Um, And so like to put it out and to finally get that off of my mind and off of my heart, it's honestly a really good feeling. Um, I think I've become more creative since then because I was really focused on that. Um, But also just... It's like more joyful, I think, yeah. if that's the right word to use. Mm-hmm. Um, if it feels right, it's right. It, yeah, and, and honestly, like, because every day I'd wake up and, like, that's all that would be on my mind. Mm-hmm. And it's like, of course, I still struggle with the same things, but, like, I've said it now. Um, people know I'm struggling, and, like, that's the first step to, like, feeling obviously better. feeling better and getting help, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, a hard thing for me to do for two years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Positive outlook on the future. Good job, brother. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. Ethan right here, you've already heard a bit of a teaser of his musical ability. He produced our intro beat as well as our outro beat. Yeah. I will <laughs> Shout out to Amadeo, though. Because you did play piano on the intro. Yeah, I did. I mean, yeah. I just like kind of... <laughs> yeah. He, he came in my room. He's like, dude, I'm taking your chair. Yeah, and straight I'm, up. He said, I'm recording this. But you bought me wings, though, so... Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it was good. So, um, I appreciate you doing that for us, by the way. One more time. Yeah, of course. No, I think, and it's weird because I, I don't think we've really hung out until this semester or this past semester. Um, but y'all have been like a big part of my like musical journey. So I appreciate yeah. y'all a lot. I appreciate you letting me in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a, that was a good talk. We had that, that one. Um, we talked for like three hours when that, we first listened to the album. Yeah. That was my favorite night of that whole trip. Mm-hmm. And like I've told people that like coming back, really, yeah. I mean, I've never really had that group of people um, be so supportive, but also like so judgmental in like a in a positive way. It's constructive. Yeah, 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 it's very constructive. But Mm -hmm. it was beautiful to sit there um, and listen to the the EP all the way through. Um, I I love that y'all weren't on your phones, you weren't looking around bored, like y'all were focused in. And y'all gave me, like, such great, amazing feedback. And, like, I'll honestly never forget that night. So, like, yeah, I honestly appreciate that so much. When, when you, like, blow up and you're, like, number yeah, one in the charts, I'll, I'll be telling everyone, oh, but I was there that yeah, first listening party. constructive critique. You did. Basically, I am a rock. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, like, y'all made me think about the project in a way I had never thought about it. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny that, like, someone could do that after listening to it for one time mm-hmm. compared to me making well, it it's, two it's years. interesting too because like your work the way that you see your work is not the way that I see your work you know yeah. it's no longer mm-hmm. your work necessarily when you put it out there which is both terrifying and fascinating to me as someone who would like to put out some work eventually as yeah. well um, I think it's so cool because it just opens up all kinds of doors for interpretation that lead to interpretations yeah um, it's good to hear mm-hmm. that's why yeah. <laughs> how, what do you, how do you feel about the album? We're gonna oh, let's all just rehash it. Okay, I think yeah. the album. Now that you listen to it for two weeks, like kind of you know you know all the tracks, you know everything we went through. Even though we experienced more than a typical user user. Yeah, y'all got y'all got the inside scoop. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even the last song too. Yeah. <laughs> I feel no different than when I first heard it. And when I first heard it, I was floored by what I heard because I was able to listen to your feelings and understand you in a way that I had never before because I feel to be very honest our friendship our acquaintanceship 
I think that's how you say it. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Was more on the service level. Yeah. I didn't really know you, Ethan, and you didn't really know me. So I just thought of you as just like this, like you mentioned earlier, this excited guy walking around, very social, very cheerful and upbeat. And that's, like I said, it's, it's skin deep. And so I really appreciated being able to sit down with you and to sit down with all their best friends and to listen to your work and to listen to you discuss your own work and yeah. to be able to enhance my relationship with you. I feel so much closer to you than I ever have. Yeah. And like, I would honestly say I feel the same exact way. Yeah. I mean, going on that trip, I don't think yeah, we, we really never hung out. I like said, what's yeah. up to you? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was just going to be you, me and one of our other friends. And I was like, Hey, I, I'm a deal. I think I'm a deal yeah. to be up for it. And I was like, let's, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Which is like really funny. It was that, great. Yeah. We started yeah. the new year just like that. And it was mm-hmm. the perfect way to start the new yeah. year. But honestly, like it's to the point now, because I think because of that moment and because like we've also like shared other experiences now, um, and like have been surrounded each other creatively that when I see you, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm like, yeah. this is Amadeo. Like, <laughs> this is awesome. It's the same way with Enrique too. Um, like I always get a smile on my face when I see y'all because you always add so much value into my day. Um, which I really noticed that yeah. night. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Wow. All right. Mixed emotions. I personally, <laughs> I think you and I had this conversation <laughs> where you're like, dude, I think you're my number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true. Like literally, I listened to it like nonstop the first week. Yeah, all the thousand um, streams were Enrique. Yeah, <laughs> that's just me, huh? Um, yeah, man. What can I say? It's just I feel like I am a bit biased just because I know you, but I also know the background to every single song. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, that's not to say that I I like it more because all of these songs I've now tied personally with like my just how music is. I've tied with my own personal experiences and you know track six means something for you but track six means totally something else for me that it like (laughs) it takes me to a personal level i'm like wow which is powerful because yes the album is personal but it's not so personal where you can't connect to it yeah where it's just like okay i'm listening to this guy ethan talk about himself no it's more just like i'm applying these mutual emotions or these mutual experiences that which also enabled me to be able to connect to you Hmm further that was beautiful yeah I, I think i loved every minute of it yeah and i, I mean i think that was one. one of the one of the points of the project was for people to hopefully relate so it's cool to actually hear y'all yeah say that after being able to listen to it for mm-hmm. a couple of weeks no yeah it's yeah yeah it's good um yeah so some little notes that i wrote right here that kind of get into the conversation but i'm really curious and i want you to share is obviously you're in love with music what, what would you say some of your inspirations not necessarily for the album but just in general yeah I think or both yeah well I think in general two of my biggest musical inspirations are FKJ and Mac Miller mm-hmm. um, I've honestly never cried over a celebrity death and that might sound harsh I'm sorry um, but like <laughs> like when Mac Miller like Mr. Pat- Peanut recently <laughs> <laughs> like when, when Mac Miller passed away like like I sat in my car and I cried like yeah. because he was such an impact on my music um, and even the way I, I create and kind of my process there um, and then FKJ is just amazing um, but in terms of like other inspiration like I kind of mentioned earlier it's the people I surround myself with like that night you know sitting there talking to you hearing positive feedback hearing the stuff you've been working on Amadeo um, like I went home 
And as soon as we got home, you dropped me off. I went and worked on music um, because I was so inspired by that night. Um, so like, I'm ex- inspired by people, by experiences, um, pretty much mm-hmm. anything, I guess. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's so deep. Yeah, and I, I will say that I've recently been inspired by Tyler, the creator. And okay. I want to apologize to you publicly because I, I hated on his new album yeah. and you were pissed at me. Um, but I actually took the time to listen. And honestly, it's a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece, <laughs> right? I love Igor so much. Yeah, It's probably my favorite album of 2019. Yeah, I'll be sitting in like a meeting. I'm like, you make my earthquake. <laughs> it's like stuck in my head. Uh, so iconic. Um, <laughs> so... Um, I know you and I have plans of possibly going to Coachella. Yeah. Are we going to go to Coachella? Are we going to perform at Coachella? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. just take a microphone down the stage. <laughs> like, who's this kid? Um, the world will know your name. When, when do we have to buy tickets by? Because I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I got $12. We're saying that you should, you should have dropped some merch. That would have been, been dope. I didn't have money to buy merch. <laughs> That's true. But that would have been dope. That would have been dope. Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comment if you would buy merch. <laughs> Com- comment? <laughs> yeah, do they have comments on Spotify? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I think you should. Once you can. Do y'all want to create it? Is that something you'd be interested in? I mean, we'll, we'll stand by the creative process, but that's yeah. your work, your your look. Your, yeah, I mean, I'm, I would have my like say in it, but I don't know how to make that stuff. Just get a piece of paper, bro. And just draw something. I'm just gonna draw and bring it. <laughs> Can you make this? Make this. Yeah. You just gotta start somewhere. No, Take a baby yeah. step. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple ideas. Baby step is still a step. Step That's forward. True. You're different. Mm-hmm. You're in a new place than where you were. Yeah. You me, like, hardly being like, hey, right. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, Alright, yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. This is great, dude. Thank you so much. No, Ethan. thanks for having me. I, Rocky, I, yeah, I had. For being our first guest on the Be Somebody podcast. It's what it's all about. Support your friends. Support yourself. Mm-hmm. You are capable. You can do whatever you want to do. Just give yourself the time. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to express yourself. Yeah. And same goes for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thanks for having me on. I'm honestly honored. I was the first guest. You were on the first guest. Podcast. The first guest ever. Yeah. Episode 11. Can I put that on my resume? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Put me yeah. as a reference. I will. <laughs> all right. Well... This is the Beast and Body Podcast, episode 11. My name is Amadeo. Wait, before we say the outro, remember, oh y'all, <laughs> we'll have the links to uh, Mixed Emotions that's by Baraki right. uh, all right. on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, I actually all forgot the, to say that. Important, important Thank you, I appreciate bit. that. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. have links to Ethan's accounts and as well as his music, obviously. And um, let us know what you think. What's your favorite song? What's my favorite song? Or were you well, asking I was, me? I was, I'm talking to the audience. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Whatever. All right. This is the Beast and Buddy podcast. My name is Almondale. My name is Drake. My name's Ethan. Take care. <laughs>